Blog Talk Radio. And, uh, 
stupid. It's absolutely stupid, but moving on. But I'm good. I'm good because because my Chiefs won yesterday. Thank thank you thank you Chad Henney and for making that last run play and and getting the first down to Tyreek Hill and you know because Mahomes got hurt in the third quarter they thought he had a concussion. That is Gilbert. But it tur- Gilbert, yeah, I think that's what they call him. But anyway, we, we've had we've, but, we've had him as a guest on our show. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, we. Um, yeah. So, anyways, um, they thought con- they thought Patrick Mahomes had a concussion, and they took him out in the third quarter. And come to find out, I think he has a tweaked nerve in his neck. So, God willing, and everything, he gets cleared. Hopefully, he'll be able to play Sunday against the Bills. So, prayers yep, for Patrick Mahomes and my Kansas City Chiefs. Well, you know, here, here's the interesting thing, you know, about, uh, about uh, you know, Gilberg. Uh, you know, we've had him as a guest on our show, and he is a friend of the show, and we love him, so maybe mm-hmm. uh, we can get him back on. Uh, What's up? Sometime in the next couple weeks, tell us about what he is doing here. Uh, well, I know what he's doing, but, uh, you know, it's just Who's doing cool. what? Gilberg oh, that little guy, show. Gilberg. He's... He, Miz and Morrison were doing their dirt sheet thing, and they I said, oh, Gilbert. we're going to have Goldberg on, and then Gilbert comes out, and then this other oh, guy, geez. he's supposed to represent Drew McIntyre, and I don't know who he is, but <laughs> it was yeah. absolutely uh, stupid. Yeah, we had Gilbert on the show, didn't we? Yeah, and as a matter of fact, uh, thanks to him, we, he got his James Ellsworth, his take, so if you remember that. Yeah. So this show is always appreciative to uh, Gilbert, you know. We love Gilbert. Um, matter of fact, I have a uh, autographed picture of him up on my man cave. To the icon, I'm still undefeated. I love Gilbert. Well. <laughs> uh. So yeah, so we got a big show. Uh, well, as long as we're uh, as long as we're waiting here, um, the uh, we're gonna try and get the pub mini guys on next week. Um, but I want to give uh, a little update on uh, the show last night. Uh, you know, there was four matches to qualify for the uh, vacant uh, uh, pub mini title. Um, those matches went off without a hitch. Uh, I'll kind of give a little rundown here of the card and who the winners were. If I can remember, I was ringside, so I should remember. So, uh, in the uh, Immortal 2 qualifying matches, uh, Mr. Incredible was victorious over Nick, the the natural Nelson. Uh, uh, um, um, The Mean Marine was victorious over Matthias. Rock Solid Ross was uh, victorious over Stonehenge. And in the Triple Threat match, um, uh, Johnny C.K. beat up on Coda Jacobs and Skits. Uh, Duke Cornell uh, defeated Bobby Brennan uh, with some outside interference. Uh, Granny, you would have been furious with that match with all the uh, heels uh, messing up on that one. Uh, We had... uh, 
uh, Rampage Party over NDS and in the UFTA match. Um, Icon, have you spoken to have you spoken to uh, Sylvester Fox lately? I haven't heard from him in a while. Well, I'm going to tell you about him in a second. Um, oh, okay, all right. And Carry on. In the um, in the um, main event, the UFTA match, uh, we had Cato uh, defeating uh, Ricky Norin. Uh, and in that match, uh, like I say, there was, uh, one guy got his forehead, uh, carved out by a, uh, pizza, uh, a cheese grater. One guy got the back of his head taken out with a pizza cutter. Uh, we had a, a body slam on a pile of Legos. Uh, we had, um, a guy getting, uh, pierced in the middle of the forehead with six, uh, skewers. Um, there was, uh, ladders, there was, uh, there was no tables, there was chairs, um, and, uh, Granny, you would like this, uh, Cato, uh, knocked out, uh, Sylvester J. Fox at ringside for trying to interfere, um, Yay! <laughs> and, uh, there, yes. the, but, yeah, there was even a little, like, heated exchange before intermission between, Sylvester J. Fox and the Icon. They face off. Oh, yeah, oh my. But uh, the Icon, um, uh, the Icon uh, kept his composure, and um, he, um, nothing happened yet. Um, but, you know, I thought what was interesting is at the end of the match, there was a little girl that, uh, uh, took the cheese grater, a little kid, a uh, little boy took the pizza cutter, and there was another little boy, uh, we won't talk about who that was, but he uh, he got away with all the Legos. The only thing that uh, survived at ringside was the little iron skillet that was left there. So, Well, Big Swing, you know, we had Sylvester J. Fox a couple on, on the show a couple different times. He finally called in. He he wouldn't call in the week that I issued him the challenge. He was too scared to call in to face Granny, but, you know, he called in a couple of weeks after that, but um, anything that happens to Sylvester J. Fox is always a good thing, so I wish I would have been uh, there to see it. Yeah, I think Big Swing is uh, is on temporary duty tonight, so uh, uh you know, well, he um, popped in for ju- he popped in for just a minute and was asking about Sylvester J. Fox. So I was answering oh. his question. <laughs> so uh, yeah, a lot of interesting stuff uh, has happened since we were on the air. You know, they had that uh, going on at the Capitol, which was really scary, kind of when you think about <laughs> it. But uh, oh. but yeah, we'll. Uh, our first guest should be calling in here, and uh, when they do, we'll, we'll get them on. So. But hopefully, um, hopefully, uh, Granny, we can uh, get you to one of the uh, Mania matches. Uh, you can be uh, my ringside guest. Because um, uh, Bernadette had uh, a lot of fun. Who? Uh, you know, I'm watching uh, wrestling right now, and who who's the guy that came in with the striped shirt and kicked off? His, Matt uh, Riddle. His That's Matt know? Riddle. No, oh, he's been around for a while. That's Matt Riddle, so he's been around for a while. All right. And uh, the other thing I like about uh, Puff Mania last night is the icon was the ring announcer for the pre-show. 
which awesome. is uh, really interesting. Uh, the icon came out to uh, the theme song, I'm Back, and uh, got a big reaction. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, Sylvester J. Fox, um, and, you know, came out after uh, the pre-show, and you know what? The icon got a bigger pop than uh, than uh, Sylvester, Sylvester J. Fox. Fox. Well, yeah. that's no surprise. So, uh, that's no surprise. So the, the fans have more love for the icon than they do uh, uh, Sylvester J. Fox, and that, of course, that's not that goes without saying. But um, you know, Sylvester J. Fox, you know, you're always welcome on the show, but that doesn't mean that we're not going to hang up on you, especially when the icon's running the board. So. <laughs> Um, he's too scared. He's too scared to call in and face Granny. So, oh, I know he is. Um, he's you know, scared uh, of me. So, which you know, which is too bad. You know, um, I, I I I like to see you guys. Um, I, I do like to. Uh, I like to see you guys face off. But you know, it is what it is. But. So one of these days, to, Sylvester J. Fox, one of these days. We're waiting for our first guest, Deb Christo, and uh, she has confirmed. So, uh, all right, and uh, I think we'll go ahead and get to it. Uh, I think she's on the line now, so I'm going to go ahead and put her on, and then I'm going to introduce her, and then we'll have some fun. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. Another podcasting legend in the wrestling business. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, she looks better than eight. Well, not maybe better than Granny, but she looks better than me and Big Swing. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Debbie Crystal. Hey, guys. How are you doing today? Good. Now, tell me, on your podcast, do you get an introduction like that? Actually, my uh, my uh, uh, it, it actually goes out a little bit like this. Hello, my lovely Paniacs, and how is everyone doing tonight? All right. Well, I'll awesome. tell you what, if you want to add that to the uh, to the the line that we gave you, we'll go ahead and do that. Then we'll have some fun. Absolutely. Hello, my lovely Paniacs. This is Lady Payne, a.k.a. Debbie Christo, host of In the Ring with Lady Payne. You're listening to the Attitude Era live with the host, the icon, the big swing, and Granny Hulkster. So uh, for this uh, interview, we have uh, Debbie Christo. We have uh, 31 minutes here. Uh, should we refer to you as uh, Lady Payne, uh, Debbie Christo, Miss Christo, Miss Payne? How should we refer to you? Uh, uh, go ahead and uh, uh, refer to me as Lady Payne. Lady Payne, okay. Uh, we can so, do that. Uh, so, uh, sounds like bank accounts can get emptied uh, with uh, Lady Payne around, so we'll we'll go with that. So if you want to give us a little background about yourself, then we'll uh, we'll do a little roundtable and have some fun, ask you some questions. Absolutely. So uh, I've been uh, on the air for a little less than a year now. Um, coming February, it'll be one year. Uh, my husband is a pro wrestler, and that's how I got into the into the business. Uh, I decided to go to school last year um, at the the Ohio Media School Columbus, and it was so much fun. I, I absolutely loved it. Uh, I actually just uh, decided to go back for for my master's in uh, sports broadcasting. So 
I I absolutely love it. I'm learning um, all of the uh, all of the uh, technical aspects of it, and it's absolutely amazing. But uh, during my time there, I I uh, created my own radio show. It's called In the Ring with Lady Payne. Uh, I've I've interviewed all sorts of absolutely amazing wrestlers uh, from from here around Ohio, including. Uh, but not limited to my my own husband, uh, several wrestlers from the the ASWA, and also uh, Impact superstar Madman Bolton. Wow! So, uh, so before we can continue, I just got to do this. Uh, Lady Payne, O H I O. Thank you very much. I'm a big Buckeyes <laughs> fan too, and uh, Big Swing. He's a Michigan guy. And uh, uh, uh no. <laughs> and uh I think Granny likes Alabama. No. Okay. I don't. I I live in Arkansas, Icon. I, I live in Arkansas, Lady Payne. And I mean I watch the Razorbacks. I don't watch a lot of college. I mean I like to watch the professional sports. And I mean I I watch the Razorbacks once in a while, but you know, so so right. Have, See, uh, I'm you, I, I'm more of, I'm more of, of a Vikings fan myself. So. So we have uh, Lady Payne as our guest. We have uh, 29 minutes here. So now, uh, and then hopefully eventually maybe you can uh, you know you can get uh, your husband on with us. So uh, you've been uh, doing your show for a year. Uh, tell us when is it on? Uh, we air every Wednesday from 4:30 uh, to 5:30. Uh, currently, we are taking a a little bit of of a break. We're uh, we're kind of uh, uh, re- reimagining everything. So once once I come back, then we're gonna have so so many more uh, absolutely awesome segments. And uh, eventually, you're gonna have the icon on your show, correct? Absolutely, I would love to. And uh, you're bringing the ratings for us. We'll bring the ratings for you. How many episodes would you say you've done since you started? I've started, oh my goodness. I'd say I've probably got at least fifteen episodes. And uh you're you're on every week, right? Yes. Okay. Uh you know, not that I'm bragging, uh, Lady Payne, uh, but uh this is our hundred and eighty four episodes since we changed the name to Attitude Are Live and uh I think we did a around two hundred and <clears throat> I wanna say uh, 26 episodes before when we were off the ropes. Uh, so yeah, so we we love this whole podcasting thing. We love the wrestling business. But I'm going to ask a few more questions, and we'll kind of do a little roundtable. Uh, so what is your opinion on uh, the current product of the WWE or AEW? Well, honestly, to to be completely honest, I have not watched mainstream wrestling in about maybe five years, mainly because I'm I I'm I'm right there in in the business, so it's it's really hard to to watch it and not like get like upset with with like how how they handle things. <laughs> right. Well, you know, in in you know, you're not missing much. Uh. So, you know, you have your your podcast. Uh, so, how else are you uh, involved? Uh, uh, are you? Uh, do you ever get to be your husband's valet, or uh, have you ever wanted to do that? Has he ever asked you, or is you know, is he an old man? He doesn't need a a ring valet. 
I would love to be his his manager. Honestly, I I went uh, a few years ago to the to the ASWA training center to train, and it whooped my astronomical pretense. Oh my goodness, it was so. I, I yeah, but yeah, I I I would absolutely love to to be his his valet. He's 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 actually right here, um, uh, like looking at me giggling. So I think I think you may have just uh, uh, lit a lit a spark underneath his his behind. Well, uh, well, I'll tell you what, uh, you know, uh, this is your time, but uh, you know, uh, since he is listening, um, you know, uh, the. Uh, the the form is open for you. We'd love to have you as a guest. Uh, of course, uh, the icon won't take it as easy on you uh, because you are a wrestler. <laughs> but uh, I, I I will admit I am treading light water because uh, anybody who named Lady Payne, there's got to be a reason why that name came about. Uh, That's right. So let's, I'm there sure, like, is there is a this. funny story. Well, I'll have you tell that in a second. I'm just saying if, if he doesn't do the dishes, Lady Payne probably <clears> comes up. So tell us how the name came about, then uh, then we'll do a roundtable. So uh, a few years ago, actually, um, uh, well, my, my husband's wrestling name is Random Payne. And a few years ago, when, when, when we had just gotten together, um, we uh, he went up to Cleveland to film a, a uh, TV show. And... He he just he came home uh, that that night and he just he was just throw, throwing something around and he was he was like you know I, I I want you to be my 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 manager and and be named Lady Payne I was like well that's that's ridiculous and and everything else and then I I, I got to, to thinking about it and I was like well you know what that sounds absolutely awesome so then when I when I uh, when I got my my radio show I was like I, I was trying to figure out uh, my my handle. And lo and behold, Lady Lady Payne popped back back up in my head, and I was like, "Okay, Lady Payne fans are going to be named Payniacs. There we go." <laughs> um, Lady Payne's our guest here. We got the twenty four minutes. Um, now, if let's say if you were a wrestler or if you um, became a wrestler, what's your name? Would you consider yourself? Would you want to be a heel, a baby face, an in between you, or would you be a crowd uh, individual saying what the crowd thinks you are? I'm I'm gonna have to go with uh, with, with a heel mainly because I don't like people. <laughs> uh, well, well, Granny, we have a heel. We got 23 <laughs> minutes. Go ahead. What do you got? Well, this is perfect, Lady Payne, because. I am not. I'm not a wrestler. I am just a huge fan. Even though I have this mm-hmm. gimmick name of Granny Hulkster, but Granny does not like the heels, and I could talk some pretty good smack to the heels when I have to. So I think I would have a lot of fun talking smack to you. I got a funny oh, story ma'am. to share to you. Just <laughs> one of the many one of the many things that Granny has done in my career as a as a wrestling fan. I had a wrestler one night, just probably about four years ago, so I would have been probably about 54 years old at the time, and he was being the heel that night, you know, and he says, Granny, don't you have a curfew at the nursing home? And I grabbed my keys out of my purse, and I doubled up my fist, and I had my keys in my hand, and I had my fist all doubled up, and I threw my fist in his face and said, Baby, I don't need no curfew because I got keys to the building. And he ran off screaming. 
Oh, you sound like like you would be so much fun to hang out with. <laughs> well, I I could share some pretty good I I have some pretty good stories in my in my time. I mean, I I'm not afraid. I mean, well, 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 Granny, before you uh, before you share any, uh, maybe uh, uh, you know, uh, she might want you as a guest on her show, and maybe you could share some of your experience because well, well I I, I could I I I could do I could do that I could do that. Um, no, Man, no, I've what, been told hey, I've been told by many wrestling companies that I've uh, shows that I've attended that they always thank me for being there because um, I help get the crowd going, and like if the crowd's just sitting there being quiet, you know, and, and I stand up and start hollering, then everybody kind of just follows in my pathway, you know, they just kind of follow, you know, or I'll tell somebody, hey, you know, this may, if this is your first time, just watch me, I'll show you who to boo for, who to cheer for, you know, and it's it, it's right. a blast. I have, I have a blast doing what I do. So That's I guess my awesome. question to you, I guess my question to you is, what made you want to start your own podcast? I mean, you know, I, I know you went to the school you know, for the journalist thing and everything. Because, I mean, I have been a part of various podcasts over the last several years. I mean, I was on one where I was just a caller and then I was a co-host. And then I actually hosted the podcast myself with some friends and then I kind of had to step down because of health issues. And then um, I, about three years ago, I had a very good friend that was on this show, and I called in one night to talk to my friend Chelsea, and because her husband is a wrestler, one of my wrestling buddies over in Oklahoma. And um, a couple of days later, Icon called me and says, "Hey, Granny, you know you did really you know, great job. You know we had a lot of fun with you. Would you consider?" you know, joining us as a co-host, and that's kind of how I got started in this podcast here. So, But what made, what made you decide you wanted to host your own podcast? And I'll also admit, well, that would be a good way for me to get homemade cookies. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that that is a awesome uh, awesome uh, uh, backstory, Granny. Um, honestly, uh, the, the the whole reason why I, I started this this uh, this podcast was to shed light on on uh, local uh, uh, pro wrestlers here in Ohio. Uh, we we have such great talent around here, and you know it's it, it's it's kind of shaded a, a little bit so mm-hmm. you know once once you once you you know wa- uh, uh watch my show you can see all all this amazing talent that that I bring on here awesome uh lady uh lady Payne's our guest here we got 19 minutes here with lady Payne. and um I am definitely going to work on uh, getting uh, um his name is captain Payne. <laughs> Random pain. <laughs> Random pain. Okay. Did it right. Did it right. I, I, I know he's listening. That's why I said that. Um, yeah, he's saying, so. "Get it right, Icon. Get it right." <laughs> well, I've seen him. Uh, so uh, I know his name is Random Pain. I'm just trying to have some fun. I'm just busting balls. I know you uh, are. I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, now, uh, you know, you mentioned you've done 50 episodes and. Uh, you know, you you like to shed light on local talent. That's what we. Uh, the reason why we started our show 
is because, uh, you know, we wanted to uh, come on the air and complain about how bad the WWE was uh, for two hours, and that was interesting for about a month. And then uh, I'm like, well, you know what? I was a producer of a nationally uh, a nationally syndicated talk show, the Ben and Jim show. I was a producer of that show. I got guests for them. Why don't I get guests for us and uh, let's turn this thing around, which I did. So I got us uh, sponsors. I, I got us guests. I got us a theme song. I got us Randy. Um, so, you know, and uh, we have um, we have Lady Payne on. So uh, what is your favorite part about doing your podcast? Uh, honestly, uh, there, my, my show is so, so much fun to, to do, uh, every week, mainly my, my, my favorite part is getting to, 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 uh, talk with, with, uh, with the wrestlers. Uh, my, my second favorite part, however, is my, my dad jokes. I, 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 I just love my, my dad jokes. They're, 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 they're so funny in my eyes. Well, I'll tell you what, let, let's hear a dad joke. Oh, you put me on the spot. Oh, no. Uh, give me, like, two seconds to try and, and find right. a good one. Right. Well, you know, uh, while, while you're thinking of one, I'll, I'll kind of tell you, you know, uh, I was a comedian back in the day, you know, um, and uh, I actually put out a comedy CD at one time, and uh, uh, it went aluminum. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> okay. I've got one. All right. Uh, my my husband has one. Okay, bring him on. The naked man. The naked man. Oh, this ought to be interesting. What did the elephant say to the naked man? Uh, get back in the trunk. <laughs> How are you gonna get pick anything up with that small of a trunk? Oh my god! I actually, you know what? I actually love that so much. I'm going to use it. <laughs> you hear that, honey? <laughs> Very good. They're going to use it. Oh goodness! All right, I I got one for you. <clears throat> well, before before What's you give that, I, I just want to make an, a major announcement right here. Uh, you know, and not that I'm bragging, uh, Lady Payne, but we we have our guest booked from now until 2022, uh, actually. Uh, and uh, hopefully you'll be able to get us a few guests. But I just want to announce. Yeah, you can thank Icon for that. I mean, he's he's been he's been really diligent booking guests. I mean, it seems like every single week we got two or three. Like it's, it's amazing. Twenty one on this very show, Random Pain is going to join us right here. <laughs> wow! <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Just be prepared. And uh, hopefully, just, uh, just be prepared. Right, and then you know, hopefully, uh, you know, and then we'll we'll talk about this in a little bit. But hopefully, if I send you guys a an address where you guys can send us a few uh, autographs for giveaways, we'd appreciate that. But uh, uh, go ahead, and tell your joke, and we'll see if Big Queen's got a question. Absolutely. So, what is the difference between a kleptomaniac and a literalist? Uh, kleptomaniacs take things literally. And uh, what are yep, uh, yeah, actually, you you ruined it. Thank you. <laughs> oh well, now now I now now I feel really now I feel really great uh, for ruining the joke. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> start to like them. <laughs> All right, here, here we go. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. If you got All another right. one, you can tell it, and then uh, 
Hold on real quick here. We got uh, we got Lady Payne here. We got 14 minutes. I'm going to join us. But if you got another one, go ahead, and I'll give you one that you can use. All right. One more. All right. This one says, I, I, I got a book from the library about surgical procedures. The appendix, the appendix was missing. <laughs> but, um... Oh man, I, I that's awesome. Um uh, hey, uh did you did you hear about the uh the um well are we uh are you allowed to uh tell uh do you want the clean version or the dirty version of this joke? Dirty, what are you thinking? We're kidding. That is uh, that is purely it's on you. Midnight. Come on. All right. Well I'll tell you what, I'll give you the I'll give you the clean joke show. this one. I'll, I'll give you the clean version of this one. Uh, did you okay. hear about the rooster with the five tail feathers? No. His pants fit like a glove. <laughs> and, uh, oh, my. You know, here's the thing. You know, when I used to go out and do comedy shows, I used to stay at these cool hotels, even though the front desk people, they were so snooty, they wished I was staying somewhere else. The towels are so big and fluffy, I could hardly shut my suitcase. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah, and, oh, my know, goodness. I'll tell, you what, it, I, I'll tell you what, the room service was so great there. Five o'clock in the morning, uh, there was someone rapping on my door. I had to get up and let her out. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, there was no platinum for this guy. 
Big Queen, you got a question for our guest, uh, uh, Lady Payne? Go ahead if you're if you're listening. And he's I not. Think he, he, see, he's doing, I think he he's has to double. step away. So, uh, if he, our fans want no, to, no, I'm here. Sorry. Oh, okay. All here right, we go. go. Ask your question. We got ten minutes. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I mean, again, I'm at, I'm doing double duty here. I'm at work. So if you already covered this, I do apologize. Um, just take us through your journey a little bit. Tell us a little bit about how you started doing what you're doing and, and kind of how you, you know, how you got your beginning and what, what inspired you to get into this business. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, so one thing that, that I, that I didn't mention, mention this, that, uh, my, my end goal is to be a, a, a ring announcer. Um, I've, I, I I almost had a shot, um, but then of course uh, uh, the pandemic hit, so I I missed out on on my on my opportunity. But hopefully with uh, with uh, wrestling, hopefully getting getting back up and running, I'll be able to uh, step in the ring as Lady Payne, but not as a wrestler. You know, you mentioned uh, COVID. Uh, you know, we won't spend too much time on this. We'll, we'll touch on it a little bit. Uh, how has uh, COVID affected uh, your guys' business out there and uh, what you're doing? Uh, have you guys had to blank out the calendar at a certain point? Uh, things have been just postponed, will be rescheduled, uh, and are going to be rebooked. Uh, what has COVID done with you guys? Oh, it has ruined everything for us, honestly. Re- wrestling was, was our life um, until – Literally, it it was the weekend before our big our big uh, wrestling show, and uh, and then of course it hit, and we we had to go into quarantine, and it's it, it hasn't been the same ever since. Uh, we've 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 been trying to work with the with the uh, uh, Ohio Athletic Commission, and it's just they're right now i i believe and this this is just uh from from what i've heard uh we're allowed 30% capacity but un- unfortunately with a with 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 a small show it's, it it won't cover um the the expenses so we've been just basically sitting around twiddling our thumbs trying to figure out how we can um how we can uh basically curb our our need well, let me ask you this: Will you, uh, would you guys, uh, would you guys ever travel, or uh, would you, uh, do you guys just want to stay uh, in Ohio there? Uh, we we know we know several uh, wrestlers who who do travel. Um, I I personally have have not traveled with with my husband, and he hasn't traveled in several years. But um, I'll I'll uh, I'm sure that you know we we would love to to uh, travel at least a little bit. The reason the reason why the reason why I'm asking is um, um, the reason why I'm asking is that you know I'd be if I could get you guys uh, here to North Dakota uh, I have a guy that I like uh, to have your husband uh, um, take out for me in the ring his name is Sylvester J Fox and uh, you know he's a he's a he's a cheat from the word go and uh, you know. Um, I told him to find the very best he's got, and I told him I'd get the very best I got, and uh, you know, um, uh, and uh, maybe you can even do some ring announcing for us. That would be awesome, I think. Absolutely. 
Yeah, that 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 would be cool. But um, I I I will have to warn you, random pain is very very sneaky. I mean, with a name well, like Random Pain, I'd imagine. Right. Uh, so, so, Lady Pain. I think, is our he, guest could put, I think uh, he could put Sylvester J. Fox in his place. Hopefully, yeah. Because I don't, because sure. I don't like Sylvester J. Fox. So you know, I've had <laughs> words with that man. Um. So, uh, Lady Pain is our guest here. We got about uh, we got about uh, five minutes here left with uh, Lady Pain. So uh, real quick here, uh, so we can do this. If our fans wanted to um, uh, check you out and see what you're doing, and also check out uh, a Random Pain, do uh, you guys got a Facebook? You got an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a GoFundMe? What do you got? Absolutely. So uh, you can you can check uh, us both out on both uh, Twitter and Instagram. Or sorry, not not Twitter. Uh, Facebook and Instagram. You can check out Random Pain at uh, Random Pain uh, for Facebook and Instagram. And then you can check out my uh, my show page. It's at In the Ring with with Lady Pain on both Facebook and Instagram. I also do uh, TikToks and my which it's it's actually kind of funny, but my uh, my TikTok username is Debbie Diggs Pain. So yeah, it's it, right. it, it's not an, an anything dirty, I promise. <laughs> well, that that's awesome, and uh, you know, um, you know, we we love everything that you we love everything that you uh, you do, and uh, we're glad that you were able to take uh, time off, uh, off your schedule, join us. We still got four minutes here with you. Don't go away yet, but um, you know the uh, you know the cool thing is about uh, you know doing the podcast. Uh, you know, you, you you said you're on for an hour. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, you guys, you, you said you've taken the next break. So when uh, does your next uh, does your next show hit on the air? Uh, currently, I I we don't have a set date. Uh, I'm I'm focusing more on the uh, uh, technical aspect of of broadcasting. Um, I am actually uh, producing for my my friend Sonia's show. Uh, every Wednesday from six o'clock to seven o'clock, she has her own show. It's called Girls in Sports, and it's absolutely amazing. Uh, so I've I've been uh, uh, producing that each week. Well, maybe you can hook us up with her too, then. Absolutely, I'm I, I'm uh, I'm sure she would love to to have you on, Granny. See, Granny, they want you, not me. That would be awesome. Well, hey, I'm I'm look. I'm I would be very honored and I would be very honored and privileged. I mean, but they probably want you too, Icon. I mean, yeah, Granny's well, just. Look, I, I look, mean, I'm just me. I'm nobody special. I'm nobody important. I'm just Granny, you know. So. Well, you know, look, I'm, uh, Lady Pain. I'm used to I'm, I'm used to people not wanting me. <clears throat> look, when I was a kid, I used to play hide and seek with my parents. I would find them in another state under a different last name. So you know. <laughs> Okay, that that is that is not at at all what I meant. That was uh, I am so sorry to hear that. So was I, uh, you know, uh, you know. Uh, but I will say one thing. Give give me kudos for this. The reason why my parents never got divorced is neither one of custody to me. Oh God! Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, silver lining, I guess. 
Yeah. So there you go. There's track two and three. <laughs> uh, Katie is our guest here. Uh, I'll tell you what. This is this has been a fun, awesome interview. I I really enjoy this, and uh, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have uh, uh, Mr. Payne, uh, um, uh, Random Payne, uh, on uh, August second. Uh, so maybe uh, uh, when he's on with us, uh, you can uh, you can be in the background there and. Um, uh, you know, you can, uh, here's what, here, I have an assignment for you, if you'll do this. Okay. Uh, you know, you'll have until August. Uh, maybe you could uh, come up with your top three best dad jokes, and then you can tell them on the air at the end of his interview. You got it. There you go. So, uh, we have, uh, Lady Payne here is our guest here. Uh, we got, uh, we got about 60 seconds. Uh, so we do uh, thank you, like I said, for uh, taking time out of your schedule to join us, and uh, hopefully uh, we can get this COVID stuff done and out of here, uh, you know, because uh, 2020 was the longest decade of our life, even though it was only a year long, uh, and uh, hopefully uh, things will improve in the future, and we'll definitely have you guys both back on again, and uh, we thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Thank, thank you guys so much for uh, for contacting me and, and bringing me on your awesome show. Lady Payne, ladies and on. gentlemen, bringing the pain to Attitude Era Live. All right. I, I, love, I love doing ring announcing, so I, I, I know why she has back for that. That's awesome. So, uh, hey, that was a pretty good interview. So, uh, I guess uh, we'll just wait for our, our, our next guest. I know that she was working at her... Uh, her other job, so uh, 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 that's why we had to, she. Uh, she was actually supposed to be our first guest, uh, Piper Brooks. Was supposed to be our first guest, but she came in our second guest. And uh, yes, yeah, so you know, so um, so we'll just wait for her and. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's awesome. I actually get to uh, you know. Uh, um, share my comic talent every once in a while. You know, it's uh, it's awesome. Um, so, yes, it is. So, uh, yeah. So we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have uh, random paint on with us in August. Uh, you know, I uh, you know what I try to do. Uh, is we we do have guest books from now until 2022. I just want to let fans know that. So if they think that COVID is going to stop us, that you guys are they're wrong. Uh, our critics are definitely wrong. But what I like to do is I like to leave one op available per month, just so I, if I if I can slip somebody in, uh, so I don't have to have them wait till 2022. I'll do that. That's what we'll do. That's all we can do. That's right. So. Uh, Oh, what a weekend! <sighs> so, have you uh, have you heard an update on uh, how Patrick Mahomes is doing? As long as we're waiting for our guest here. Well, I was talking to Big Swing a little bit before the show started, and um, <clears throat> um, they thought at first he had a concussion, and they took him out in the third quarter. But actually, it was a tweak. 
nerve in his neck that caused him to be that way. They don't think he actually had a concussion at all. I mean, they went through the protocols. They think it's because the way the Cleveland Browns player grabbed him by his neck and kind of choked him out. And But they ran a bunch of tests, I guess, yesterday after the game, and they seem to think that he was fine. They, they don't really think it was a concussion at all. And they're going to run some more tests, I think, this week. And then I guess if he gets the clear, you know, cleared, if he gets cleared before Sunday, I believe they're going to, I believe Andy Reid's going to go ahead and let him play. But you, kudos, you, you kudos to, uh, to Chad Henney, I mean, for really stepping up because him and uh, Matt Moore um, last year, you know, when Patrick Mahomes was injured that five, six, seven, eight weeks, whatever it was, you know, they really stepped up and really helped Kansas City out. Chad Henney, that run that he made there right at the end of – near at the end of the game, I mean, they had four minutes left in the game, and he made that run, and it was like fourth and inches, and he managed to get um, a first down to Tyreek Hill, and that was the game because they couldn't stop the clock. So, you know, I, I'm, you know, just praying that – Patrick's okay, and, you know, just prayers to Patrick Mahomes and um, the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, so. Well, you don't think it was a cheap hit, do you, Granny? Well, I mean, I, there was a comment made that um, that Travis Kelsey had, had made saying that he had heard some of the Cleveland Brown players say, that's what we do, that's what we do, that's what we do. Now, I don't know. Obviously, I wasn't at the game, so all I can, you know, is what I read. But you know, I don't know. You know, I mean, I mean, it didn't look in... like a dirty hit to me. Um, it, it looked like it was Mahomes trying to get out of a sack, and just one of those things that happens. I don't, I don't think he intentionally tweaked his neck. I mean, sometimes being an athlete myself and having played sports, sometimes you you trash talk um, after a big hit or a big play. Uh, but I highly doubt that that was, you know, intentionally what the Browns players were trying to do. Um, I mean, I think the NFL has done a good job of putting, you know, procedures in place after the whole Saints bounty gate thing. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. He could have just been talking, but Hey, who knows? I mean, I don't really follow chiefs or Browns blogs, so I don't know. Uh, but I, I highly doubt it was intentional. So we're just uh, we 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 hope we hope that it, we hope that it wasn't you know we hope we hope that it wasn't so. What was that icon? Well, we just wait for our guest here, uh, and uh, hopefully. Uh, awesome. Are we gonna know, have to call uh, them or, or? Well, no. Uh, see, what we had to do here is uh, uh, she was supposed to be our first guest, but because uh, she was working tonight, I kind of switched. Uh, our second, our first guest around. So can I ask you, um, what is your sleep habit like, uh, Granny? I, I'm gonna air out uh, some laundry here. I get a message because again, you know, working in a gentleman's club, I usually have, you know, pretty late hours. Um, I get a message from Icon that says uh, on Facebook Messenger, it says big show tonight, and I'm and, and I'm like, great, hey, you know, I'm looking at it, it's 5:30 in the morning, at least my time. And I'm like, Icon, what are you still doing awake? Go to sleep. 
And I was like, it's 5.30. He goes, it's 4.30. I go, yeah, your time. I go, well, what, what, why were you awake, Icon? I mean, that's kind of late, man. Well, well, uh, well, no, to be honest with you guys, the Icon doesn't get much uh, sleep uh, very very much. Like, so. you have sleeping, like, like, you have sleeping trouble? You just can't sleep? Or, I mean, what, I mean, because... I, I sleep well, a lot uh, yeah. during the day. I, I sleep a lot during the day because I'm up late for my job. But I know that you also have a day job. So, like, when do you sleep? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of give you guys my my schedule here real quick. As long as we're talking about this, my schedule. Uh, uh, let's start with Thursday morning. It starts at uh, uh, seven a.m. I work in my one job till okay. uh, nine. And I go to uh, the hotel from nine. Uh, till uh, seven in the morning, and I go back from Optio from seven to uh, nine. And I go from Dollar Tree from nine to noon, and go back to Optio from noon to nine. Then the hotel from nine to seven in the morning. Then so you're pretty much constantly awake. Yeah, then I go back to uh, Optio after I get off work at the uh, hotel. So. Uh, and then on Sundays into Monday uh, is when I'm uh, looking at, at booking guests and stuff. And uh, a few of the it, it, the funny thing is, a few of the guests I I want to book, um, you know, they're uh, they're guests that have contacted me, but they're overseas. So when uh, uh, South Africa, they Australia, things like here, that, that makes nighttime sense. there, so I can actually get a hold of them. That makes sense. Because I'm sitting there going, why is he awake right now? Like, this is crazy. I'm awake because I'm I'm a, I'm a night owl, but I was like, why is Icon awake? Uh, but all right, that, that explains it. That explains it. So. Granny, how about you? Are you usually awake at 4.30 in the morning? Well, you know, my husband is actually still working. He still actually has his job. And long story short, um, last weekend – he had been doing some uh, working outdoors with the restaurant crew, helping flag and everything, you know, directing traffic while they were working on the road and things like that. But long story short, you know, they tried to get rid of my husband last year, and he was able to work through 2020. And a couple months ago, they basically told him, we're not firing you, but your job is being eliminated as of January 1st. Well, long story short, the judge last weekend asked for his assistant's resignation. I don't know what the gentleman did, but apparently it was bad enough, and the assistant refused. And when he refused to give the judge his resignation, the judge fired him. Well, last Monday, everybody knew that my husband was going to be going back to working in the shop, under his former boss, Brian, except for David. So Tuesday, David went to work and said, do you want to work for Donnie or do you want to work for Brian? And he's pretty much worked in the shop the whole 49 years he's been with the road department. And all of a sudden now, magically, my my husband's job is magically appeared, and basically they're telling my husband, you can retire when you want. They're not forcing him to retire. Now, my husband, granted, he said had he not been treated the way he had been, he probably would have went ahead and retired at the end of December of 2020. But he got to think, and he says, well, you know what? I'm going to keep working. I'm going to, if they want me gone, they're going to have to fire me. And he stood his ground, and now they're basically, you can work as long as you want, and they're basically going to let him 
continue working, doing what he was doing, and he'll be with the road department 49 years in March. So it worked out. I mean, karma will come back and bite you in your butt. (laughs) You know, I believe, I'm a firm believer everything happens for a reason. But he didn't step down, he stood his ground, and he still has his job. So he gets up at 4 o'clock in the morning. I usually, I wake up for a little bit, he goes to work, and I usually, maybe, sometimes I go back to sleep, sometimes I don't. So, you know, it just depends what I got to do. for. If I've got something to do for the day, like doctor's appointments or take my son somewhere for an appointment, I may stay up, I may go back to sleep for a while. So it varies from day to day. Because I haven't worked since 2012, so because of my health problems, so you know. So we're waiting on on this guest icon. Just in case I see them, what is the area code to wait? Uh, well, let's see. Um, let me take a look here. If she gave me, because uh, she said where she's at was not the number that she gave me as a contact, so I don't know because she didn't know where she was going to be at. So now we'll just move on to our our next guest uh, when uh, she calls in. Um, just in case, um, you should probably text the next guest and say, "Hey, we're ready," and then we can figure it out if she calls in during the call. Okay, all right. And you know, uh, Big Swing, I, I know you're I know you're not watching Raw right now, but I was going to ask you the transformation of Alexa Bliss. Is it interesting? <laughs> I, I actually kind of like it. I didn't like it at first. I liked it less, uh, I liked her with her whole mean girl gimmick, but uh, this is growing on me. I do. I do like it. And uh, the outfit she's wearing now, uh, you can actually see up her dress, which I know you like. I'm gonna watch the raw. I'll see it. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's see. And I want to. I, I'm glad to see that the uh, the Saints are have been eliminated, and uh, we can finally get rid of Drew Brees once and for all. He's going to retire. <sighs> but no, this this, uh, this thing with Alexa Bliss, this whole goth horror thing, it just doesn't really do it for me. I just it's <laughs> it's really really stupid. <laughs> it, it's it's just it's just stupid. Uh, Granny, I don't know if you're watching right now, but it's just you yeah, know, I am. Like, I am. I'm. It's, it's like something out of a horror film. It's just dumb. Well, it's it's kind of like at the beginning of Raw tonight. You know, Randy Orton was talking, and he was wearing this mask over his face, and you could see where his nose was burnt, and where his face was burnt from the fireball from last week, and. So I mean, it's just I don't know. That's that's stupid too. And, uh, well, and then, and then they and then they were talking about WrestleMania, and they had Triple H dressed up with this gaudy-looking toupee and these glasses, and Stephanie was dressed up like a TV reporter. And then they take off. Then they you know take off their. He takes off the toupee, you know, and stuff. And he says, "Oh, I wonder if anybody recognized us." You know, if they do, it was us. They were talking about WrestleMania. Uh, yeah, it's 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 really stupid. 
I mean, I, I know that Big Swing likes it because he likes Alexa Bliss, but stupid. And then all of a sudden, there's like a flash, and all of a sudden she goes back to her. It's just, it's just stupid. <laughs> now she's laughing and. She, yeah, now she's, she's back to put her herself. She, yeah, Stupid. she's putting herself. She's putting herself in the Royal Rumble this year. So she made that announcement earlier that she was putting herself in the Royal Rumble. So, God, it's stupid. It's just stupid. And that's the way Raw ends tonight. So um, hopefully, um, you know, our our guests will call in here, hopefully. Um, You know, this is not the way I expected this show to go. It's not the way I wanted it to go, so hopefully. You never know. It happens. I mean, you know, things come up and things happen. And, you know, it's kind of like a wrestling show. Card is subject to change. (laughs) That's true. You know, so... So our next guest is uh, uh, Britanna Hart. Um, no, uh, no relation to the Hart uh, family, but uh, she is a Hart, and uh, she uh, she's with Barrett Knuckles Fighting Champions uh, Championship. Um, so I, I can't wait to talk to you about this. This is going to be awesome. And uh, the debut of uh, the debut episode of. Uh, Steve Austin's new show, Straight Up Austin, is uh, starting tonight too. So, mm-hmm. yep. So we still we still don't have anybody on. I had to step aside and handle something. Are we? Are we still Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. Uh, but um, we got to give our third guest a little time because I know that she was doing two shows before ours. So uh, that's why she's coming on at since we're coming at fifteen you know, after that's the, the beauty. hour. And for anybody listening, you know that's the beauty of live radio is. You know, we don't have that streamlined, like, hey, we'll have a guest right after this. Let's go to commercial, blah, blah, blah. Like, stuff like this happens. we got to deal with it. Yeah, and, and uh, but I'll tell you what, though. I know I can get the pump from any guys on if, uh, if uh, I, I don't have any reason why a third guest wouldn't show up because she did confirm earlier today. So, uh, so anyway, she's in, uh, uh, for those... Maybe you guys can help me out. Pacific Standard Time, where is that in the time zone realm compared to uh, your two, Okay, Pacific Time is two hours. Like you and I, Big uh, Icon, are on Central Time. And, you know, Big Swing's on Eastern Time. So Big Swing is an hour ahead of us, Eastern Time. Pacific Time is two hours before us. So okay, it's 10 so o'clock it's, uh, our time right now, so it would be... Eight oh three Pacific time. Okay, all right. Yeah, because she had an interview at seven and one at seven thirty. So, um, hopefully, um, you know, she'll get the signal. So, <clears throat> the uh, the powers of live radio. Uh, as a big swing just alluded to. Um, and, uh, you know, I think one of these days we are going to do that original thing that I, I had talked about, uh, 
the last hour of Raw, the first hour of our show. Uh, we're going to do a Monday Night Raw watch-along. And uh, will you, I, uh, and uh, Big Swing, if, well, he's probably at nightclubs, so probably won't do it, but you and I will both have Monday Night Raw on, and we'll describe the action of what's going on, and then we'll uh, we'll kind of give our critique of it. Um, just to... Um, Kind of help out the pro- kind kind of help out the show a little bit. So. <laughs> oh well, I have to, I have to give a big shout out to my son Icon. His birthday is Saturday, so happy birthday to Anthony. He will be thirty four on Saturday. Uh, and uh, next Wednesday is the Icon's birthday. That's right. So, for the for those people that uh, thought that I would not, uh, you know, they actually thought uh, there was a. There were actually uh, we have wrestling for a cause Saturday over in Owasso, and we're taking Anthony for his birthday and. Uh, he does not know it yet, but has his uh, group of villains that he loves so much are actually going to have a nice surprise for him Saturday. So, I'm, I'm... <coughs> so I can't wait to see uh, the look I'm... on his face when they come out with um, their surprise for Anthony. Yeah, I, uh, okay, I just found out, I guess it's calling now, uh, and okay. it's, uh, Britanna Hart, um, I, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to overset my boundaries with her either, because, uh, with what she does for a living, uh, and it, it says it all, uh, bare knuckle fighting championship, so what does that tell you? All right, so I'm gonna, uh, our next guest, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna put her on, I'm gonna introduce her, and then, uh, we're going to have some fun. So, ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, she is going to bring the right and the left and knock everybody out that disrespects. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Britannia Hart. Hey, guys. Hey, and, and this is Britton Hart, and you're listening to the Attitude Era, live with host, the icon, the big swing, and the granny hopster. And I am so happy that I can call in and chat with you guys. What an introduction. And uh, uh, just so uh, just so I, I don't screw it up again, uh, you're, you're pronouncing your first name how? Britton, just like the country. Britton. And uh, we know that uh, uh, you're... So basically, because you're so awesome, I guess you could say you're Great Britain. Yes, exactly. I tell people that all the time. <laughs> so we have uh, Britain Hart as our guest here, and of course, uh, she is no. Um, uh, you are no relation to the Hart Foundation, correct? I'm not, but I think they're great and equally as great as I am. And uh, they do. Uh, as a matter of fact, they do. Uh, sponsor our show, Bret Hart's uh, company, sharpshooterfunding.com, 
is a, one of our sponsors. We want to give a shout out to them. So we have Britton Hart is our guest here. We have, um, well, uh, we're gonna we're gonna go all out tonight. Uh, we have uh, we have you for 42 minutes if you can stand us that long. Uh, first off, if you want to give us a little background about yourself, then uh, I'll ask a few questions, and then we'll go to Granny. Then the big swing's available. Then we'll come back to me. I'm gonna then I'll ask you the tough, hard hitting questions. Ooh, all right, man, I like it. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready when you are. Go ahead. Give us a little background. Okay. So, well, yes, my name is Britton Hart. I was actually um, born in Utah. So don't ask me the question comes next because I've heard it a million times and the answer is no. But (laughs) I've kind of moved around when I was a younger kid. Um, I, I moved to Turkey and lived there for three years. And then I moved to Germany and lived there for five years um, before I came to the United States. So by the time I came to the United States, you know, I'm like 10, 11 years old, um, kind of hard fitting in um, at that type of age when, you know, so many kids around here grew up all together, kindergarten, first grade, et cetera. So, of course, it was definitely hard and I had you know, the, the bully problems and all that, but I found my way through sports. So I played sports as my way to one, protect myself, stand up for myself, and, and to get cool points because if you play sports, you know, that if you were good at them, you were, like, on top of the world. So my sport was soccer, and, um, you know, I, I really loved playing soccer and really enjoyed it. And, um, you know, I went through high school playing um, and made, you know, first team and was captain on my team and MVP and whatnot. And then, um, you know, on on that journey, you know, definitely several fights. Um, again, I was if I wasn't bullied, you know, younger as a kid, I wouldn't have been as strong as I was in high school because I was more of like the, the bully of bullies. So I would go and bully the bullies. And, and if I saw somebody pick on other kids, I would go and pick on them and make sure that they knew how it felt kind of thing. And I kind of stood up for them. So I had that reputation um, going through my high school, but I was still, you know, I'm still always been a sweetheart and down to earth person. I had kids, you know, um, early on. So I felt like, you know, I was kind of like, man, I can't, I can't continue sports. I can't go to college and play sports because now I have you know, a baby. So I had to go to school and find a way to make money. I was working, you know, like two jobs, taking care of my son and going to school and finding the time to juggle it all. But I went to school for sport management, which kind of let me feel like I was, you know, still involved in sports, which was my passion. Uh, just, kind of living a really hard life and struggling, you know, trying to pay bills and pay everything on time and make something of my life. You know, I had some really good opportunities and good things that happened, but, um, you know, I had also a lot of trials and tribulations and I had a lot of bad things that happened. So it was kind of just like a roller coaster and it landed me um, in some, a, a lot of problems and definitely a dark, dark low point in my life. And I kind of turned to boxing as a place to kind of feel like I was alive again and like I didn't waste my whole life doing, you know, I guess not letting my mistakes define me, so to speak. You know, you say you're more, you know, you as a person, you know, you define who you are. You don't let your past define who you are. So I kind of was trying to work through that. And, um, you know, again, it goes back to this awesome quote that I live every day and tell people. And basically, it's there's two most important dates in your life, the day you were born and the day you find out why. 
And, um, you know, because if you weren't here, you wouldn't be able to, you know, be experienced and live everything. And, and the day you find out why is a really magical moment. And sometimes people don't find that out, you know. They go their whole life not really knowing why. Um, So it's kind of, it's not as, you know, a common thing as you would think. But, you know, when I went into the boxing gym, I'm telling you, it's like it still brings goosebumps to, to, to me this day. But when I went to that boxing gym and had my first pro match, that was when I knew why. Uh, Britton Hartsburg, yes, so we got uh, we got about thirty eight minutes here with Britton, and you know, and uh, you know, it's actually kind of sad to me that you mentioned that uh, you know you were bullied in school. I was, um, and uh, you know, I uh, that that hits home with me. Uh, but you know, and I'll understand if you don't want to answer this question, but I have to ask it. You know, and then we're going to talk about your career. But uh, being with in your career. Uh, and I don't know if you ever go back to any high school reunions, but if you ever, let me ask you this: If you ever saw any of your, uh, uh, any of those that bullied you, uh, would you like to, you know, go up to them and say, "Hey, you used to bully me. Now it's payback." Mm, I don't think that I really have to, to be honest with you. I mean, yeah, there's definitely some some situations that maybe it would be nice, but I think that me being successful and me being at the position I am now it is like payback enough. Like I know that they're looking at me like, damn, I should have been nice to her back in high school or middle school or damn, look who she turned out to be and look who I turned out to be. And it's kind of like, that's the payback, you know, and you have to believe in that when you see bullies that are mean and doing things like that, you know, that karma is a real thing and um, how you treat people will always come back to you. And for me, you know, I've seen that happen. And I think that that's the biggest payback is, is the good karma is on me and the bad karma is on you, and I don't have to do a thing about it. That's awesome. Uh, Britton Hart is our guest here. Uh, we have uh, 36 minutes here with uh, Britton. Uh, I'm going to ask a few more questions, and we'll kind of do a roundtable here. So, uh, And then uh, when we come back to me, we're going to talk about uh, your uh, upcoming event. We're going to say that for a little bit. But uh, Now, you're um, – you're with uh, Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship, so uh, basically that's basically what it says. Uh, there's no gloves; it's just your fists, correct? Correct. And uh, um, now you pack a he- heck of a punch, if I'm not mistaken, because I've seen I've seen video. <laughs> yes, awesome. Yeah, I I, I think that's kind of why. I remember when I first went to Bare Knuckle, even though it's kind of funny because I think people are kind of doubting the power and the strength that I have. But when I first went to BKFC, that's actually what the the matchmaker kind of told me and kind of, you know, said, he was like, hey, Britton Hart is is the one to watch. She hits hard as shit. Like, she is a hard hitter. So um, I, I do punch really hard. And, you know, when I work out in the gym and people hold pads for me, you know, I've heard uh, several times, you know, they'd be like, wow, you hit like a 160-pound guy. So, you know, you're packing that power when I step in correctly and I have the right technique. You know, I definitely have I have power, which is something, you know, again, I tell people like as, as fighters, you know, we're, we're born with something because some things you can't just teach because uh, you can't teach heart and you really can't teach power. You either have it or you don't. Have, have you ever tested uh, what uh, what's your poundage uh, per square inch on your punch? Have you ever tested that? Oh, like on one of those cool little arcade games or fair games? Well, yeah. Well, you know, kind of like in Rocky, you know, uh, Ivan Drago, you know, and he, uh, what was it, uh, 
2,500 pounds per square inches is what he could hit. Uh, that's, you know, something like that. Have you ever tested your strength like that? No, actually, I haven't. Um, that would be really cool, though. I would definitely be excited to, to do something like that. But I haven't. I haven't actually tested that. Just fun little arcade games that are, like, you know, they're really not that accurate. Now, uh, with your punch, uh, um, have you uh, ever uh, dislocated somebody's face? Oh, yeah, definitely. Several several times. See, now this is why... Uh, this is why you don't need a restraining arm, me because you can handle yourself. So there you go. Yes, <laughs> I would agree with you. But again, I don't do it unwarranted. You have to really be doing something wrong or pissing me off or being a competition for me to break your orbital bone. So uh, calling you at two in the morning is a pass. I like that. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> artists like that here. We have uh, we have thirty four minutes. Uh, uh, well, Granny, is, she, she's a boxer, so it's not really a healer baby face question. So what do you got for our guest? Britton Hart, go ahead, Granny. Well, what has been one of your most challenging matches or, you know, boxing matches that you've had in your career? Oh, man. So, like, we're talking boxing with gloves or bare knuckle or all? Well, or either, either one. I mean, your most challenging match and who was it with? Thing. That is such a good question. I feel like I've heard all the questions at one time before in my life, but this is actually a new one. Um, what was the most? I mean, dang. You know, I. I guess I would have to say Beck Rawlings, only because. You know, it was bare knuckle. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I mean, I did, but I didn't. You know, I, I was definitely um, the most intensive training and self-belief as far as I put myself through. I mean, I was basically training myself, but I remember every day literally being like, if I wasn't dropped dead, exhausted, tired, I just worked hard enough, and this girl was going to kill me. So I kind of had, like, that Hunger Games mentality, like, this girl is, like, literally going to come at me trying to murder kill me, and I have to be able to beat her. So I, I put a lot into it, um, more probably more so than any other fight um, in terms of overtraining. So I know a lot of people were like, you're going to be doing too much and, you know, you, you know, you could hurt yourself and, you know, um, et cetera, et cetera. But for that, I mean, I literally pushed myself to the point of exhaustion every day and she looked so kind of, you know, what she looked like. And so it was kind of like, oh, she's a UFC. It was a main event. It was for the police diamond gazetti belt. I quit my job for that fight. Yeah. So honestly, talking about it with you, I would probably say no-brainer that fight. Okay. That's awesome. Uh, um, Britton Hart is our guest here. I don't know if uh, Big Swing is listening. I don't know if he, he wants to chime in here, but uh, we'll, we'll get to him um, soon. But uh, you know, uh, one thing I want to ask, and we're not gonna we're not gonna get touch uh, on it too much because it's just too damn depressing. But uh, you know, there is the COVID thing going on. I'm kind of curious, mm. how has COVID affected your career? And have you had to blank out certain things to your calendar at a certain point? Have you had matches that have been postponed, or rescheduled, or just canceled? What has COVID uh, done in your in your field in your career? 
Oh, yeah. 2020, I thought was going to be my year. I had, like, three fights set up. I mean, I was on top of it. I felt like I was in the best place I could be. I was really happy. And then COVID hit, and it was like my one fight got canceled. And I was like, ah, damn it. Well, we always have the June one. And then that fight got canceled. And I was like, well, I have the July one. And then that fight got canceled. And it was like, you know, I lost all my jobs. I didn't have any money. I was, like, more broke than I ever, ever have ever been. And it was like, man, I really needed boxing. You know, I found myself in a really dark hole, actually, at the beginning of COVID. But because of that, you know, being a survivor and kind of like how I told you earlier with my life story, I mean, um, you really got to give credit to the, the broken um, are the evolved. And um, survivors can be the evolved because we know how to get through hard times. We know how to go through rock bottom. Where some people, this might be the first time they're going through something so tragic as a worldwide pandemic. Um, but I made things work, and I actually ended up 2020 with having three fights, which is almost unheard of. Like, I had three actual sport competitions in 2020, and I did, you know, two of them were knockouts, so huge career success for me. Um, I got my name out there a lot more. It was able, you know, I was able to get creative and be a personal trainer and, and help people and help teach and get them in shape and give back to them when they were missing vital things like the gym and places that they felt safe. So it was kind of, you know, again, right now it's still COVID still affects my life. I hate it every single day. We have to wear masks when we train. Um, We have to get COVID tested regularly to make sure that we're not, you know, spreading it between our training partners. Um, You know, and then honestly, every day to be real with you, it's, Every day, it's anxiety and the fact of if I think about it, like, what if I catch COVID and I can't fight? And I hate thinking that, and I hate that that fear is there because I'm someone that I pride myself on not having fear. But it's not the fear of um, I'm scared of getting COVID, you know, because, again, I think, you know, I have my opinions about it. But the fact if I get COVID and then I test positive for it and I can't fight, I mean, that would just crush me and shatter me. And then it's like, what if my opponent gets it? What if she tests positive for it? And then that's, you know, the fight. You know, either way, if the fight doesn't happen because of COVID, it's something that is definitely a strong, you know, they make it, it's happening. And that's, you know, what other promoters are dealing with. And what if that happens to me? And I'm going to really be upset about that. Uh, Britton Hart is our guest here. We've got 20 minutes here with Brittany's, uh, Britain, sorry. Uh, now, well, let's let, let me go ahead and ask about it. We're going to get into this. Uh, now, I know you're familiar with this day, so we're going to talk about it. I'm going to ask you some questions. I'm going to have you give me your insight first, and we're going to talk about it. February 5th, 2021, Tampa Bay, Florida. You have an event coming up. Tell me. You there? Hello. Hello. Yeah. yeah, we're here. Okay. Uh, did Did you hear that question? So no, I guess it went out. You said Tampa Bay, February fifth, twenty twenty one. There, there's something happening that day. Tell us about it. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's Knuckle Mania, um, with BKFC. So it's going to be in Lakeland, which is right outside of Tampa. So. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. I think it's going to be their biggest event ever. So it's BKFC 16, but they're it's so big and so great of an event that they actually gave it gave it its own name. So um, Knucklemania is what they're calling it. So um, I am headlining and the main event of that card, which is a such exciting card. So to be maining the event. To be the main event on such an amazing card is huge. So I will be fighting um, and beating Paige Vincent on February 5th for everybody to see. Now, uh, have you uh, have you had a match with Paige before? No, I have not. She's actually coming from the UFC. Um, so this is her first bare-knuckle fight that she's ever had and uh, her first basically even remotely close to a boxing match. Now, uh, now, I'm just kind of I'm kind of curious. I'll understand if you don't want to answer this question, but uh, on the on the poster I'm looking at right now, uh, you know, Paige, he's kind of got this, uh, you know, like this cheerleader, wholesome uh, girl look, and you got this, you know, you you got your hair up in cornhole and dreadlocks, and you just look like you're an ass uh, an ass kicker. So. How is she? How could she actually fare against you? Uh, it just doesn't seem feasible to me. Yeah, well, I mean, it's kind of funny because I, I definitely, when I go into fight mode, I definitely do get warrior status with my braids and my fierceness. But, you know, um, I can, you know, definitely, I, I have the tattoos and everything like that. So I guess it, it does go with that image. But, I mean, I'm just about that life. Like I said, I've come from the bottom and, and made it as far as I did. So I'm a true fighter. And I think that she's more of kind of, like you said, like the cheerleader, you know, she's really good at dancing. She's an amazing dancer. You know, she's really pretty and and she wants to sit there and think that fighting is easy and that she can transition to it. So I just think that, you know, we come from two different worlds, two different backgrounds. And I think you're going to see again, what it, what it takes to be a survivor will also make you be the, the one in the end that, that's going to be the one who thrives and pushes forward. Now, have you uh, have you ever taken on a uh, UFC fighter before? I have, actually. Um, so earlier, the earlier question, where the most difficult fight that I had to prepare for was Beck Rawlings, and she was actually a UFC fighter. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, um, uh, were you uh, familiar with the um, with the article that The Sun did about you guys' fight? About the Beck Rawlings fight or the Paige Vincent fight? The Paige Vincent fight. Um, n- not off the top of my head, honestly. I, I can't really relate because um, I've just been focused on training and it's been so much today. But, no, I, I would have to be a little more specific. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm I'm going to I'm going to share I'm going to share share the a uh link with you. I'm going to I send it to you a message so you can check it out, but uh it's like it's like I I'm like looking at this it's like uh you know, I'm like lo- looking at uh your total look of determination and you know, uh I'm looking at uh I'm looking at your opponent it's just like I I'm you know, now you're you probably think I'm just saying this, and I know our fans will think I'm just saying this. I'm pandering to you, but uh, I'm going to give you the upper hand on this, and I'm not just saying this because you're a guest on our show right now. I just don't see how <laughs> she could stand up to you. 
Oh, well, great. Well, that makes me feel awesome. I love it. And I think that, too. I, I actually want to ask her the same damn thing. But I don't want to discredit my opponent, and I never overlook anybody, and I never think anybody's easy, so I'm going to treat her as that. But at the same time, I mean, it's going to be definitely a rude awakening for sure. But I see and, you know, and, cute, so it's turning the page. <laughs> and uh, we have uh, Britton Hart's our guest. We have 22 minutes. Now, uh, who the one question I'm going to ask, uh, you know, you, uh, you know, you, you, I'm not saying anything about discounting your opponent. What well, I, I didn't mean anything by that, but what I meant was, um, oh no, you it's know, okay. You can just cut it all you want. <laughs> right. Just... Well, you know, you never know. She might, she might hear this uh, event that she might want to come and kick my ass. She's, she'll say, um... she'll, she'll come to my door and say, so you think you can take me? No, I'm not saying that. Uh, hey, don't worry. You can uh, call me. We're friends now. I will come and have your back 100%. Remember, I'm the bully of the bullies. So uh, let me ask you this. Now, uh, I want to talk about uh, the the fight here, um, and it is going to be a fight. So the, the question is, uh, how long have you been training for this matchup? Um, for this matchup specifically, um Honestly, I will say after I fought Randy Elkom on November 13th and I called her out, I mean, I, I think it started then. Um, but as far as officially, like, my, I was in a serious fight camp. I started on Christmas Day. So on Christmas Day, I was in a serious fight camp. I mean, I had been training for it really <clears throat> since November 13th. But, um, like, buckle down, dig down deep. Um, it started on Christmas now, for uh, for these particular matches, and we're kind of we're kind of uh, kind of go through uh, for fans that don't know about uh, the organization. Now, do you guys have uh, do you guys have weigh-ins like they do uh, for UFC and for boxing matches and stuff like that, where you know you kind of you know you undress down to your like sports bra and whatever you're wearing underneath that to weigh in? Do you guys have to do that or? For, for your organization or no? No, actually, I think BKFC has something where they actually prohibit that. Um, I could be mistaken, so definitely um, not putting that out there 100%, but I do want to say that is something that they don't really – they make you have boxing trunks. So you have to have a like, boxing gear, boxing trunks, and, and, you know, at least I do, and I wear it. So um, we're not wrestling. This is still boxing with no gloves. Um that's the way I look at it, and we're not on the ground rolling around, so we don't have to wear tight clothing like that. Um, so we do wear boxing trunks in a full gear that way. Well, no, no, that's well. What I meant was, do you guys have weigh-ins for like uh, for weight class and stuff like that? Like, you have to be at a certain weight to do this match or not? Oh yeah, definitely. So there, you know, females there's not that many, so there's only one weight class for being KFC. Um, for that, and it's 125 division. Um, so that's the only weight class. So that's what you have to weigh in at. So 125 is the number. So we'll both meet. Um, definitely, I think she might be cutting weight to make 125. And I've been uh, on my weight game program since Christmas. <laughs> so it's been nice for me. Um, and I'll meet her at 125. So now, so have you been having to uh, gain weight or lose weight yourself? I had to gain weight, yeah, because my normal walk-around weight is, like, 122. 
Um, and I like to fight, you know, at 118 and below, but it's just so hard to find females, and I love the sport so much, and when a fight, I kind of couldn't let that be an obstacle and get my way, so when I have a fight, I tend to try to gain weight um, and, and drink a lot of protein shakes and, you know, consume higher amounts of protein and healthy carbs and, and like, you know, yogurt, oatmeal, things like that. So, now... If, so if you're not so if you're not at 125, be in the match. Mm, I mean, I wouldn't say that. I would say they probably you can't be over 125. But if you're like 121, you know you can still fight. But it, you know, it would just look. It's just not as advantage if you come in there and then people are like, um, you know, she's four pounds, five pounds heavier, and then it kind of gets in the way. It's better when you're more even on the contract weight. At least that's how I try to look at it. So I always try to be my contract weight, whatever that is, or as close as possible to it. I do pride myself on being someone who's usually right on the money. But if I do weigh in at 123, you know, that's not going to be a problem either. If I weigh in at 126, that might be a problem. If she weighs in at 126, that might be a problem. So then, with that being said, then would we have to just postpone the match because you guys are over the weight? Um, no, what would happen then? It would just kind of go into a more like a contract thing. She would have to pay a penalty or, you know, she would get maybe an extra time allotted to lose the weight. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of something that, you know, our coaches and managers kind of do do it and um, everyone kind of handles it different sometimes people will just be like eh screw it and fight anyways some people will get purse deductions and lose like 500 to a thousand dollars in their purse um some will have to go and and run and sweat and go sit in the sauna until they can get it off it just really depends uh britain hart's our guest here we got uh 21 minutes here with brit uh britain and i'm enjoying this interview by the way and I have uh-huh. more questions. I, I hope I, I I hope these questions aren't uh, too tactical. Like, uh, well, she should already know that, but you know, I'm going to ask anyway, and we'll proceed. But, um, so what is what is your training regimen like for uh, preparing for this fight? Uh, so do you like get up uh, at five in the morning, drink three raw eggs, and go to the gym, or uh, do some cardio? Have a couple right. of days, do some more cardio. What, tell us about your training regimen. Yeah, so I, I used to kind of be like that. But, you know, I am lucky right now. I'm in a great camp, and I have great people around me that are making this a lot better for me. But basically, you know, I'll give you, like, uh, like a normal regular day for me is I wake up at, like, 7, and I do make a protein shake. I do take a protein shake. I take about 15 different vitamins and supplements because, again, going back to that COVID thing, I'm gonna definitely not. I'm definitely not getting sick. So I take like sea moss, vitamin C, you know, ginger, turmeric, elderberry, you name it. I take all these vitamins, um, you know, fusion CBD products and healthy one has given me some awesome supplements to help like energy wise and recovery muscles. So I do do that. And then once I get that done, um, I head over to the gym and um, I do a strength circuit or a boxing circuit. It just depends what day it is. So if it's a strength day, we do a strength. If it's boxing, we do boxing. And then we take a little break, get lunch, and then we do a run 
and um, we, you know, run like three to five miles. Like today we did almost six miles. So ran six miles today and then went back to the gym um, and do light work in the evening or spar. So some days are sparring days, so they're a little bit harder. And then some days are just light days working on techniques. Um, watching other people spar and kind of working on boxing IQ. And then I go, you know, go home, eat dinner, take a shower, go to, and, and I've been going to bed really early. Um, and I tend to go to bed early during fight camp where I love being a night owl. But um, when I'm training, I, I change that and I make myself kind of lay down and go to bed early um, because that's when, when you're sleeping is when your body recovers the most and does the most recovery. So that's just so important as being an athlete and especially all the stuff that we put our bodies through, you know, punching back over and over again, you know, hundreds and hundreds of push-ups and then going and running five miles every day definitely takes a toll. And if you can recover correctly, it's not, you know, you're just able to be more efficient. So anyways, but I, I go to bed pretty early um, and that's what I do every single day. So now, uh, with uh, with the organization, would you say it's more like UFC, more like MMA, or neither, or is it just like its own uh, entity? So BKFC is a whole entity, in my opinion. Um, BKFC is like the UFC of Bare Knuckle, but Bare Knuckle doesn't really have that many. I mean, they have a few other promotions out there, like BYB, um, and, and, you know, there's one in Kansas, that, you know, and there's a Toe the Line series. But BKFC is ultimately the UFC of Bare Knuckle. So UFC is like mixed martial arts. So you're going to see wrestling, you're going to see jiu-jitsu, you're going to see kicks. You're going to see all sorts of things on UFC. Well, bare knuckle is stand-up only. You can't elbow, you can't knee, you can't kick, you can't take ground. It's strictly punching and using your hands. So it's just uh, just basically, um, so basically you can say it's just uh, lefts and rights and jabs and uppercuts. and. Uh, um, Sounds like a cheat code of one of those old video games. Down, and up, right, right left. Like Mortal Kombat? <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, uh, 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 Britton, uh, this is uh, Big Swing, and, uh, you know, he yeah. uh, he's a big fan of yours, and uh, he, as a matter of fact, he said that, uh, you know, uh, if he ever needs a bouncer at his bar, he'd, uh, he'd oh, uh, hire you, and then he'd let you kick his ass. But uh, go ahead, uh, Big Swing. What mine? Why mine? Thing? Not yours. <laughs> Anybody that tries to charge your, your DJ booth. Oh, you no, you, you said you said kick his ass. Um, no, I uh, I, I am a I yes, that, and that's what I'm doing tonight. That's why you might be able to hear music in the background. Uh, I am a manager at a gentleman's club as well as uh, sports talk radio personality out here in good old New York State. But uh, just just wondering, um, Icon told me a little bit about the the bare knuckle MMA thing, and um, I mean, how how did that come about? How did you get involved in all that? And I mean, is this is is that something that um, now this might sound like a silly question, but is that something that is different than regular MMA? And again, if you've covered this, I'm sorry, I've been in and out of the conversation. But um, is that different than regular MMA, like UFC you see on TV? Um, I mean, yeah. So UFC again is like kicking, elbows, knees, going to the yeah. ground. Bare knuckle is none of that. You're just using your hands, so you have to use so the it's, front. It's more like fist. like it's more like a fight, right? Like like a straight up like like kind of like a bar fight. 
you know, ultimately, yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah, a, okay. I, mean, I would go more with that than than martial arts. Would you, I mean, you can't, Would you say you then, in terms of your training? Down. Okay, I'm well sorry, then. What? So then, in terms of your training, uh, would you say you have sort of more boxing training than you do necessarily MMA training in terms of uh, getting ready for a fight like this? Oh yeah, absolutely. I okay. pride myself on nice. being a boxer and train boxing. Okay. You know, we do throw the okay. clinches in, but other than that, I box. Okay. Okay. See, that's and then and that's interesting to me because I, I, I mean, I love watching boxing. Obviously, I love watching MMA as well. Uh, I never was really brave enough to to do it myself, um, but I know a couple people who have uh, went down that path. And um, bare knuckle can't it can't really feel that good though. I mean, I mean, why why was this the particular profession you decided to go down uh, instead of perhaps, let's say, regular boxing, where you have to go to the whole thing? Like, why did you choose this instead? Well, honestly, you know, it was a new sport. Um, Bare uh-huh. Knuckle really just made its first appearance in 2018. And, and oh, really, okay. you know, again, I knew that I was, you know, kind of destined to be something um, great and change the, you know, change the world and change the perspective in women's sports. And, you know, with boxing, sometimes it's kind of hard because some of those girls have such an advantage because their dad boxes and they've been boxing since they were eight. You know, they have the, the advantage of being in boxing tournaments and having the money. Where for me, I didn't really have any of that. Um, so it's it's a lot of catch up. So now in bare knuckle, where I'm more of a pioneer, it's kind of like I, I'm, you know, being able to start this with BKFC and start the future of combat sports. I'm going to be one of those original, you know, or, and and legends. And you know, it's not even just an original. I'm going to be a legend in this, and I have the real opportunity to do it. So I, I definitely didn't want to let that go because there's you know very few opportunities that you get like this. And that yeah. was one, and um, you know, I'm very thankful and glad that I did it. I wouldn't change it for the, you know, I wouldn't change it at all. <clears throat> and and, and that, that's always uh, amazing too to be the pioneer of something, or to be to be in a sport that is just coming around, just getting invented. Uh, that you know, that's always got to be a good feeling. Um, but take us a little bit through your background as well. Like, how did you get into fighting to begin with? I mean, is, have you always been kind of a strapper your whole life, or I mean, how did you how did you decide that uh, combat sport like this is something that you wanted to do in the first place? Uh, yeah, so I definitely, again, you know, I, I played sports my whole life, so being athletic isn't anything I'm new to. Um, I did like playing rough sports, you know, in soccer. I was known for. Um, being a slide tackler and being very aggressive and winning um, all the 50-50s. Um, and moving forward, you know, I played powder puff football. I did a lot of great things like that. Um, I had kids early on, and then again, um, and the the sense of team sports kind of got taken away. So I, I, I chose boxing when I was at a down point in my life, and I had a really, you know, low point in my life where I, I really feel like I needed an outlet to kind of bring me back to life, and that's what boxing did. So I went into a boxing gym, and the day I stepped in, I mean, as soon as I stepped in the gym, I have never looked back. I have never thought or done anything else but box. Uh, Britton Hart's our guest here. We have uh, uh, 12 minutes uh, with Britton. Uh, and uh, Big Swing, I know we can't go overtime tonight, right? So we have to we have to be with her a lot of time. Is that correct? Man, he's uh, going he's, again. 
I don't know if you're talking. Are you talking to me? <laughs> well, I was. Well, I was uh, trying to uh, do some uh, radio lingo uh, to uh, go under the radar, but that didn't work because he wasn't there to hear that. <laughs> so, oh uh, man. So uh, now we haven't really talked about this. Uh, your your professional record. Uh, what what is your record? My record in professional boxing is four, four, and three. Uh, my record in bare knuckle is one and two. Now, uh, was uh, now do they do uh, do they do a point system or is it just strictly uh, you know knock the person out? I'm sorry, what? Now, for for uh, bare knuckle, is it just uh, is it does it go by a, a point system like in boxing, or is it just you just knock your opponent out so they can't get up? Well, no, I mean I guess that's more something that happens um, naturally, I guess because because the the way I don't know it's kind of hard to I, it's controversial topic topic, but basically you do have those options, so it's all of the above. You can have a technical knockout, you can have the referee stop it. Um, you're, one of the fighters can give up and say they don't want to do it anymore. They can be knocked out, like clean, or it can go to judges. So there are three judges, just like boxing, and they, you know, how they score it is kind of like beyond me. But they should score it on points, in my opinion. But sometimes I think that they score on, you know, different things that are more qualitative than quantitative, like how much damage the person took and you know, who controlled the ring and pressured. And, I mean, the judges are there to make their own, you know, opinion on who won, but it does become more qualitative at that time. So that's why they say in fighting, never leave it up to the judges because the judges don't quantify anything. They just base it off their opinion. So this will be your fourth match. It'll be your opponent's first match. So uh, what uh, your your training uh, uh, for your opponent, uh, you know, there's not really any tapes of her in, in bare knuckles. So, do you go back and look at some of her MMA fights, or uh, do you have uh, people scouting her, or or how do you uh, how do you what what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, no. How you do your homework? <laughs> Yeah, right. For, yeah, for lack of a better term, yes. Yeah, I mean, of course, I, you know, I actually knew, I knew Paige Vincent in the UFC. I actually um, really liked her as a UFC fighter when I, when she first started because, you know, she was kind of different. She wasn't your typical stereotype girl, <clears throat> and she definitely was motivating that fact, you know, that fact. But, but, you know, you have to see a fighter progress and not be the same fighter over and over. You kind of have to see them you know, you you want your fighter to be better and progress. And I think, you know, maybe that's where she lacked progression and that's kind of why she she got out of EFC. You know, the last she lost to you know, the last three of her past four fights. So it kind of showed that you know, showed up in her, her last one that, you know, she ended up being released from the UFC. So now, you know, I do watch those films. I mean, I've watched them before um, just not even studying her. I just watched them because, you know, I, I'm a fight fan. But, um, you know, knowing that I'm fighting her, I definitely have revisited it. But it's not really helpful in really <laughs> at any aspect because 
she, you know, her strong points aren't striking. So it's really just to kind of, I mean, you really can't see much. Like I said, going from MMA to bare knuckle is two total different worlds. It's completely different sports. It's like being a star in football and then going and playing basketball. It's just really, it's totally different. So um, I'm really happy to show people that that's the case here and that, you know, I think that even people have seen it with Nate Robinson, like winning famous basketball player. Like you can be an extraordinary athlete and be an amazing, you know, really good athlete, but going into boxing and, and going into bare knuckle is just like, it's a different sport. It's a different world. And you have to really be prepared for it before you just go in there thinking that you're the shit. And now, so with that being said, uh, and uh, we'll uh, let fans know now is, uh, um, how can fans uh, check this out uh, besides seeing it live or are, are they not allowing uh, fans in the arena? Can, can you kind of take us through that a little bit? I mean, anything can happen. So I, I definitely am, you know, on caution about that, but I will say this, they are selling VIP tables that are, you know, within the six feet standard guidelines. So we're trying to practice that. Um, there's only 50% capacity at the venue. So um, there will be a live audience. It will just be restricted. And, and of uh, course, it will be so, on Fight TV and on pay-per-view. Uh, so um, with uh, the pay-per-view, um, uh, is, that, is that on all pay-per-view outlets like Dish Network, DirecTV? Um, it is on pay-per-view for Fight TV, so you can go on there and order it through, you know. I think people that have UFC Fight Pass can get it too, but it's it's going to be through the two platforms, Fight TV and the BKFC app. And the other question is now, um, uh, and this is a this is a this is a pretty loaded card that uh, Bare Knuckles is going to have. Now, do they uh, do they eventually put out uh, these events on uh, DVD and Blu-ray, or uh, uh, do you are you not aware of them? I mean, that would be really cool um, if they did do something like that. But right now, again, you can download the BKFC app. It's a special app. It costs nine ninety nine to install, and then there's a three ninety nine. Um, monthly subscription so you can always do that and that gives you access to all the fights whenever I think that they're going to avoid putting them on YouTube now so people can only see those content if they have the bare knuckle app um, so at least that's my my take from it because my November 13th fight you you can't get on YouTube so um, you know it kind of makes it more special and exclusive to to fans that are really trying to pay attention but this like i said the february 5th event is such a big one that um they're going to be it's such a big event that they're going to have fight tv come in and do coverage on it too so uh that you know would be the best you know definitely look up their platform to to see and order the fight and i and i'm going to go ahead and type this in real quick give me the name of that app again um, it's BKFC. I almost want to say it's BKFC.com TV. Let me, something like that. Um, let me see. 
Yeah, it is live on pay-per-view. So you can uh-huh. download the Fight app. So Fight TV, and then you can definitely download the BKFC app. So it's just BKFC. Okay, BKFC. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, uh, now we know that all our fans listening uh, around the world are going to be uh, checking you out here. And uh, uh, unfortunately, we only have uh, we only have about uh, seven minutes here left before we got to uh, end this. But uh, real quick here, uh, and then because uh, our fans know I was going to ask this, hopefully you'll be able to send us a few autographs uh, for uh, giveaways, and uh, that would be cool if you could do that. Um, yeah, I would love to. And uh, I, I think I did send you an address, but I'll resend it again just in case. Uh, so if our fans wanted to check you out and see what you're doing and follow you, uh, uh, you got a Facebook, you got Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a GoFundMe. What do you got? <laughs> I do. I am um, definitely. Please go follow me on my Instagram at Brittenheart underscore. I do have a Twitter now, and I try to be pretty funny on there. Um, so, you, like, my Twitter is more of, like, the comedian follow um, funny side of me, Britain Hart. Um, I do have a TikTok, so that's also kind of a funny um, way that you can follow me if you're on TikTok, and it's at Team Britain Hart as well. Um, and then, of course, my Facebook is Britain Hart. I kind of leave it more for, like, friends and family, but I think that I probably will get an athlete page on there. Um, I just don't know if it's now. Mostly, if you want to follow me, my, my Instagram is really where I post the most stuff that's fight-related um, and kind of like a, a sneak peek into my fight camp and what I've been doing. Um, I kind of make a daily entry every day so people can follow that and see how amazing, you know, my fight camp has been and all the hard work I'm putting in. Uh, so definitely give me a follow there. Um, and I think that that covers it. Now, uh, and, uh, you know, I, I'm kind of hoping that you can do uh, uh, some autographs for us, but I don't know if you'd can if you be willing to do this for me, but I would really like one of those T-shirts of yours. Oh, yeah, no, I would love to do that. Um, I, I, I will make sure. I definitely have some amazing um, sponsors that are helping me, too, so maybe we can do some things like that where they, you know, have given me extra T-shirts that I can autograph and sign and send in to you. But I will make sure that you guys get a T-shirt um, as well, and I'll autograph it for you and send it out since you guys are so awesome. Right, and then you know, and if you can do if you can do the shirt, great. But at least some autograph pictures, because like I say, I want to be able to put your picture up on the wall and say, "Hey, she's a friend of mine. She's not a friend of yours." You know. <laughs> right. Exactly. I love it. All right, Britain Hart's our guest here. We got uh, we got a few minutes here left, and uh, uh, and uh, we would like to, if we haven't scared you too much, we would love to have you back on with us again. Uh, but uh, and I suppose maybe too far to know in advance right now. But uh, do you know uh, when your next event would be after this one, or has that not been determined yet? Um, it hasn't been determined. I, I am excited to say that I am with a you know a multi-fight deal with BKFC, so I do fight exclusively for them for the next you know three fights that are planned out. So if all goes well, which it will on February 5th, you know, their next fight is in March. So that could be a real possibility. I could be fighting really soon or it might be something that, you know, I take a month off to recover and then get back. 
Um, no, we'll just no. see, though, you know, not moving too forward ahead, but just know that whatever, ha- you know, I, how it happens on February 5th, I got big plans moving forward. Now, and then do they have uh, do they have championship titles? Do they have uh, championship belts for the women? They, they do, actually. There's two belts for the women, and both are vacant right now. So we definitely have to change that. So, uh, do you, are they, do you know if they're going to have a tournament for that or, you know, I think they should just give you one of them because you're, you're so awesome. I know. I, I really, really want, that. I really want that. So we'll definitely shoot for that moving forward after we get past this fight. But, um, I, I think there is talk of a woman's tournament going on, um, because there are, it is, you seem like, like there's another, um, lady fight that night that's going to be two females. Um, and they're both pro debuts, so they're going to be introduced to the BKFC family. There's a few other females on there that, you know, I need to go ahead and, and beat them up too. So um, there's a lot of stuff going on, but I do predict a tournament on its way to kind of establish those uh, belts and, and make sure the belts have a home. And uh, you did like the that uh, collector's card that the icon made for you, didn't you? I'm sorry, what? You did like that little collector's card I made for you, didn't you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Big time. It, it was there really, really awesome. And, and uh, you know, and I, I, you're, I know you think I'm probably just saying this, but I am I am one of your number one fans. Uh, if not your number one, I'll be your number two, whatever it is. But <laughs> uh, we do appreciate uh, you taking time out of your schedule. Uh, I know that uh, you're, you're probably going to do some more cardio right now and uh, – Maybe drink a couple more raw eggs before bedtime, but uh, we do appreciate you taking time on your schedule to join us, and we are definitely going to have you back on again. Yeah, I love it. That would be, I, you know, I did really love that with the gold and my hands up victory. So I really appreciate you. Um, you know, I know that it's definitely been a stressful time with being a fighter and, and getting making time to kind of reach out and kind of ask about what I'm doing. So I really appreciate it, guys. It really makes it really makes me feel like what I'm doing is meaningful and purposeful, and I really appreciate it. You're awesome. Thank you, Britt. Uh, Britt we appreciate it, and we are going to have you on again, definitely. Oh yeah, definitely. After February 5th, it will be, I'm sure, a lot of great things to talk about. And I will get you on after, shortly after that, definitely. I'll, I'll bump somebody out the books to get you back on. <laughs> Perfect. Written heart, ladies and gentlemen, the fist of fury, the ass kicker in the middle of the ring. Yeah, if the, her right one don't get you, the left one will. Uh, so <laughs> everybody can check her out on February 5th. Hey, great. That was an awesome interview, wasn't it? That was great. Yeah, I love it. It's awesome. And uh, for those of you who want to know uh, who's going to be on next week, you have to go to our Facebook page, Off the Rope. Yes, sir. Uh, Check out that Facebook page. We try to keep it updated. Well, uh, the, uh, the our next guest will go up uh, next Thursday, uh, this Thursday. So uh, be checking that. Uh, new content goes up on Friday. And if you really want to see something fun, you can see the icon doing ring announcing at uh, Puffamania Live from this last weekend. So the nobody judge him. Everybody be nice. We will see you there guys you next go. Monday. Take care. Dead man walking. You've done it now.